My Govanen. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel and the Tolkien Geek, and it's time for some more Thursday Tolkien thoughts. And this time, my thoughts turn to the topic of magic liquids, mostly magic beverages, in The Lord of the Rings, because there are several, and this topic was kind of spurred by the Tolkien professor's recent discussion in his Exploring the Lord of the Rings series of Miravor, the cordial of Imladris, which, he, as he noted in his discussion, is almost certainly alcoholic. It's a cordial, which means that's, that implies it's alcoholic. But also, as he points out, you know, prior to basically modern technology or the understanding of germ theory, getting clean water was basically a matter of mixing it with alcohol. So most people didn't drink much of anything if it didn't have alcohol in it. At any rate, he's discussing the properties of Miravor and... As he notes, the effect of it seems to be mainly spiritual rather than physical. But this got me thinking on another train of thought, because it's not the only liquid in The Lord of the Rings that is ingested and has interesting or unusual effects. I can think of at least two others. One of them being the int drafts that Merry and Pippin drink, which very much does affect them physically by making them taller. <laughs> uh, and... Treebeard is, you know, what he does is he gets water from the river. That is, it might be the Entwash. I forget exactly which river it is now. But he takes that water and then he kind of chants over it for a bit and it seems to glow. And then he gives it to Merry and Pippin. And then they drink it and they feel like it just kind of goes all through their body and does something. And that something apparently is making them taller, although they don't necessarily realize it at the time. The other one that I thought of was the orc medicine, I guess we could call it. It's not exactly medicine. Uh, the medicine is more of a salve that they rub on Mary's forehead, which he doesn't particularly like. But they also have some kind of liquid which you know, burns their throats and makes them feel fiery inside. And it's not pleasant, but it does kind of wake them up and whatever. Which the immediate physical effects of them feeling fiery inside might also lead you to think that maybe the orc concoction, whatever it is, is also alcoholic. Maybe something really strong like a really, really strong and not very pleasant whiskey. Uh, for my personal purposes, I would call all whiskeys unpleasant, but that's just because I don't like or drink alcohol. <laughs> personal thing. Uh, but the point being here, all of these different beverages have these very different, unique effects. And the orc one can be seen in almost a dark parallel to the Miruvor because it has a similar type of effect in a way because it kind of wakes them up. It gives them kind of some renewed strength or whatever. But it seems a little more physical than spiritual, and it seems way less enjoyable than the Miravore. Uh And then, of course, the salve that kind of goes along with it that they put on Mary's forehead also speaks to kind of the same thing. It's like the orcs, the Urukai, have their own things that they use for similar purposes that the elves do, but they're degraded, they're degenerate, they're perverted. You know, they have positive effects, but through probably not the best means, and maybe not, you know, entirely without bad side effects, although we don't 
really get any hint of what those might be other than just the burning sensation that Mary experiences. The other interesting thing about this is the fact that this whatever it is that the Urukai give them, we only encounter it here. And it makes you wonder, does this only exist because Saruman created it and gave it to the Urukai, or is this something that orcs brought with them into his what we might call Saruman's reading program. We don't know the origins of this stuff. Miravor, we can assume, is in origin an elvish beverage, or maybe even something they learned from the Valar or Maiar in Valinor, although it's really not clear. The other interesting point that I wanted to bring up in this connection is in his discussion, uh, Corey Olson brought up the fact, and I think this was a question or a, or a comment from one of the people who was watching live, was the int draft alcoholic? And it, you know, the initial reaction would be, well, it doesn't seem to be because, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just a, it's water from a river. How would it be alcoholic? But there is the fact that Treebeard does something to the water, which seems to be what gives it its properties. And it occurred to me that's a rather interesting thing to think about because a river is what you might call in old times, and you could still call it this, living water. The idea being that you know a running river, a water source that's moving, is really safer than anything that's standing because a stagnant body of water is much more likely to gather bacteria and that's why you don't drink water without alcohol as a general rule in the old days. But a river would probably be safe and so that's why it's called a living water. It's moving, it has, you know, it's life-giving because it's not going to kill you probably. And what occurred to me in this connection is there's Another way in which the term living water would be used that would be familiar to Tolkien as a Catholic, and that, of course, is Jesus Christ. And interestingly enough, Jesus Christ's first miracle is turning water into wine. So is Treebeard's draft alcoholic? Makes you wonder a little bit, actually. Uh, I don't know that there's any real reason to think that Tolkien was thinking along these lines whenever he did this, but it it just gave me a really minor epiphany, you might say, to think that Tolkien might have been thinking along those lines, possibly. There's no direct evidence, of course, one way or the other, but it just struck me as a really interesting connection. And so it could be that all three of these beverages are actually alcoholic and doing different things, obviously. They're not merely alcoholic, uh, but the alcoholic presence in each of them might have a significance of its own. Treebeard's having the most significant significance, to be redundant. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just... That, that one thing there at the end about the int draft was really what made me want to do this video because it's just kind of interesting to think about. Uh, now, there are other beverages, of course, in the Lord of the Rings. For example, there's the whatever it is they drink at the uh, clearing with Gildor and his elves, uh, the wandering company that they encounter in the Shire. But that seems to be mainly just whatever they drink, not necessarily anything particularly magical or potent. Uh, 
So, I mean, there's that kind of stuff. There may be others that I am forgetting, but those are the ones that I can think of offhand. And so, you know, that's kind of where my Thursday Tolkien thoughts end for today. And until the next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namariye.